0: Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, and here's your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools.
1: Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools podcast and talk show on 103.7 FM WKRM. We are brought to you by Caledonian Financial. Man, we're going to have a great show today. I'm so excited to have some community members in the room with us. We're going to spend a lot of time talking about what they do. They are the Knights of Columbus. Welcome, guys. Glad to have you here today. Thank you. Thank you. And. But first off, we're going to start out with a very special guest friend of mine, Miss Shelley Sasson the Executive Director of the Well Outreach and Food Pantry. Welcome, Shelley.
2: Thank you. Good morning, Jack. Good to be with you. This is
1: not your first time on the show, is it?
2: No, I've been really lucky to be here a couple of times.
1: Yeah, we, we love it when you come to the show and tell us what's going on at the Well Outreach. Um, as our listening audience might already know, the Well Outreach is our jetpack provider and helps out the students that need food every weekend, right?
2: Absolutely, absolutely. We, pr- we actually probably support your schools in a couple different ways, but the jetpacks are the ones most well-known for
1: sure. Right. Well, let's start out first because not everybody's heard you before. Tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Oh, goodness. Okay. Well, um, I'm a native Tennessean, middle Tennessean. I've lived here since 1976. And just recently in the last three years, I've had the opportunity and the honor of being the executive director of the Well Outreach. Uh, We are a full-service food ministry. We focus on providing food, um, although I have to say we we don't say we give away food. What we say is we give away hope. And so um, uh, the well is it located in Spring Hill, but we're really blessed to be able to provide food to anyone in need. So we don't have any geographical boundaries, Um we Our food pantry serves about 400 to 600 families a month. They're able to come two times a month and leave with a week's worth of groceries. There's no appointments needed. We're an open shop client choice model where they can come to the well, um, pick the items that are going to most help their family. Um, and uh, we also provide an opportunity just to sit down and acknowledge people and listen to them and check in with them and see how they're doing and so that's why we say we try to give away hope not give away food.
1: I love it Mike Lau when she talks about herself <laughs> it leads directly into her organization. <laughs> that's <herself>. right,
2: she,
3: <laughs>
1: so, right. Well, well tuned into it. When, when you're talking about yourself that's part of you that's that's your full time job you're very passionate about this job I'm sure
2: Oh, I, I really enjoy it it's, it's just a blessing to be serving all of our local communities.
1: Tell me a little bit about okay you, you not just have a a pantry where people can come and get food, you actually have on-location food... I don't know what do you call giveaways. Yes. Tell us a little bit about that.
2: Yeah, so we do focus on three different areas of food. Um, The first one, like we said, is our everyday food pantry. We're open during the day, during the evening, and during the weekend. Um, We also do mobile food giveaways, and so that's a little different. It's where we identify a community in need. Um, We partner with Second Harvest, and so Second Harvest, of course, you know, is a food bank, and we're a Mm -hmm. food pantry.
1: They're up in Nashville.
2: Yes, and so we purchase a semi truck full of food. It's Twenty five thousand pounds of food.
1: Mike, did you hear that? Twenty five thousand pounds of food. Oh, well, that'd make a good uh, appetizer for some.
2: and that fill of up some pantries? <laughs> now, wouldn't it? No, it, it's actually an <laughs> that's actually that's a amount, lot of amazing food.
3: amount of food. Yes,
2: and and we do that fifteen times a year. So we'll purchase a big semi truck full of food. We'll identify a community in need. We'll go in for a one day event. They're called mobile food giveaways. Um, our next one coming up, our first one of twenty twenty two is Saturday, March twelfth. At Spring Hill High School, and um, it'll be an opportunity where guests can come get food. It'll be a drive-through pantry and a really easy way. And at that or at that event, we usually serve about three hundred families. Um, at those, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So
1: you know, and I mentioned um, before I asked you to tell us a little bit about yourself, which led to the food pantry. <laughs> um, What is going on? What is this program you have in our schools? And I know we've talked about it a little before. We've had Miss Anne Marie on the show before, but tell our listening audience again today: What is the Jetpack program, and what's
2: beneficial about it? Sure, thank you. The Jetpack program is a weekend meal bag for at-risk students. You know, you and I get to make choices on jobs or, you know, decisions on household and financial matters, but our students don't have the same kinds of decisions. And so, when we have students in need that are going home to empty pantries or, um, you know, missing meals coming in over the weekend to your schools on Monday morning and not have eaten, the well wants to bridge the gap on that. So we have um, a weekend meal support program. It's called Jet Packs. Um, each Jet Pack has five meals in it, and um, we've started doing it. And I think in a really innovative way to. Um, so that there's no uh, stigma created with it. We have them just in drawstring bags that we give. We partner with uh, the local schools. And how that looks like is we identify a school in need. And so most recent. Most recently, you and I talked about the Mount Pleasant school. Yeah, we
1: started adding all the the, the entire campus, right? Elementary, yes. middle, and high school called the Mount out in Mount Pleasant.
2: So we started um, seeing that there was a real need there in that community. And so we identified that school and then the well, what we do is we go and we advocate for that school. And so we will find a community partner that will help us finance it. And so just recently, we were really, really blessed uh, to partner with Groove Life. Who's Groove located. Life. They do those silicone wedding rings that you um, you see a I've, of I've heard of that. Yeah. Right now? And they um, are supporting the WOW well with a 70000 financial gift where we're able to pick up four additional schools. Um, two of those are in Mount Pleasant, Mount Pleasant Middle, and Mount Pleasant High School. We we're already doing Mount Pleasant Elementary. And then we're hopefully going to be picking up a Kolioka unit school. We're meeting with Penny Love today on that and hopefully the Hampshire unit school. So once again, the Jetpack Bag provides food relief to students in need so that when they go home over the weekend, they're getting food. Um, one last thing I can just add about this. The Well has been partnering recently with the Martha O'Brien Center and Second Harvest Food Bank. And we've been looking at ways of transitioning from a food relief organization to an organization that actually helps move people out of poverty. And so we've been doing focus groups here locally. And the one thing that we're hearing here in Columbia, the reason families are not thriving is that there's a lack of hope. And so our goal is to provide hope to these students so that they can come in, you know, perform better in school academically uh, when they're having other issues, you know, have a full belly.
1: I love that. And I love that, that we have community partners that are willing to go ahead and donate the money needed to be able to supply that food for those students in need. Um, it's just amazing, and we have um, one of our knights here. He'll be on the show here in a little bit. He's been part of the Harvest Share Food Pantry for probably 35 years, 35 years he just yelled across the table to me, and that's a long-time long organization. These organizations are much needed in our county, in our communities, and around this area, so thank you for what you're doing on that, and thank you to those community partners. What, who'd you call them again? Groove Life?
2: Groove Life.
1: Thank is, you, Groove Life. Yes. Big shout
2: out to and, them. And you know, sure. I
1: actually serve on the board of directors there, so I'm so excited to hear this kind of information. Um, and and I'm, I'm really interconnected because I work at the school district to help with the, the jetpack program and some other things. What do we have going on right now?
2: Well, and one last statistic. I okay, have told you, I know sometimes I don't get it all in the first time, but this is the big number here that right, we're dealing ahead. with. Um, we met with you know your superintendents about two years ago and said, "How many schools are there left that don't have this weekend meal support?" And what we found was there were six or seven left. So right now, the well is supporting twenty five local. Murray and Williamson County schools with this program, and we're feeding about 900 students a week. So that's a big number. I couldn't um, go without saying that. You know, 40 weeks out of the year, we're giving 900 students five meals every weekend. So...
1: That is amazing, and that's done through community partnerships, grants, and and such to make sure you have
2: the money to do so, right? Absolutely, and we have, of course, the well located in Spring Hill where all of our organizations are coming in together, bringing the well to the community, the community to the well. They do the packing at the well, um, and then they go and have a partnership with the local schools as well.
1: That's amazing. All right, so tell us, we have – and I've been advertising this pretty heavy internally at the school district to parents and everybody – we have a food drive going on right now at Mary County Public Schools, correct? We,
2: it's, go, we ahead, do. go ahead, tell thank, us and Thank it. you for letting us, uh, for doing this and helping us be the liaison on that. Um, what we do at The Well, we're supported by our community. Um, we do receive some financial gifts, but every day we're out there advocating and um, trying to feed our communities in need. Once again, there's no geographic boundaries, so anyone who in need who needs it can come to the well. And so a big part of that is getting food. For one thing, food is about 25% more this year than it was last year. So I, for financially, for us to purchase it, it's a really big hurdle. So we're doing a Murray County Public Schools district-wide food drive with your students. It's called Be the Love, and I think it goes till next Monday.
1: Yeah, today is... Let me make sure I get it right. February 24th, where we're taping the show for Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So the last day this airs, Monday at 5 p.m., will be the last day of the food drive. So if you are listening this weekend on the radio, Saturday, Sunday, please send some food or go to a school and drop off some food at their main office to help people in need for the Be the Love food drive with the Well Outreach and Murray County Public Schools. We'd greatly appreciate it.
2: Oh, thank you for partnering with us. We really appreciate it. Did you
1: have anything else you wanted to share about the great things going on at the Well Outreach?
2: Well, I just think the last thing is just the upcoming mobile food um, pantries coming up. Um, the, we have walk-up volunteer orientations every Wednesday at 2.30 and 5. And so if you want to get involved in a local community, if you want to give back to your community, um, doing that at the Well well would be a really easy way so you can come for an orientation on Wednesdays at two thirty or 5 um, you can either um, volunteer at the well a financial gift or a food donation as a good way to get plugged in
1: thank you Shelley Sasson from the well outreach executive director we appreciate you coming you're more than welcome to stick around we're going to going to open it up here for the Knights of Columbus because they are also a great organization that is doing great things in our community and thank you, Shelly, for being here. Shelley had to leave, so we're going to go right over and start introducing our Knights of Columbus guests here today. On my left, I have Mr. Ray Turner. Ray, I have in my notes you're retired, and you are an Asgard investor, and you're in the community all the time. Welcome, Ray. Thank you. Thank you for allowing us to be here today. How did we uh, hook up on this? I think we were eating barbecue, weren't we? Yes, at Highway 50. Yeah, Highway 50 barbecue. We were in there for lunch one day, and Ray shows up, and I'm enjoying me. uh, I think I had some kind of taco, uh, and it was delicious, of course. And Ray comes in, and and me and Mike were in there eating lunch, and we decided, we, we were sitting brainstorming about who can we have on the show next. And Ray just walks in, like you know, like he was supposed to be on the show. And so I said to him, "Ray, do you want to be on the big yellow school bus? You and the Knights of Columbus." And Ray's like, "Well, sure." <laughs> so he brought a whole big crowd. So Ray, tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we'll go ahead and introduce the rest of your group here. Uh, you know, I've been a knight of,
4: for close to fifty years, and uh, you know, it's just part of giving back to the community. Uh, what we do, uh, you know, between the Marie County Fair, the Tootsie Rolls, and, you know, uh, we're we're out there and uh, supporting. Uh, we probably have one of the, out of about 75 councils in the state of Tennessee, we're probably one of the premier councils of what we do. And uh, we've been rewarded, you know, because of the things we do. And we don't do it for recognition. We don't do it because... You know, uh, you get out in the spotlight. We do it because it's the right thing to do.
1: I love it. This Mike, he's a lot like Shelley because I asked him to tell a little bit about himself, and he told me all about the Knights of Columbus.
3: Yeah, well, that's uh, that's what makes our community go and uh, and really appreciate the, the the people that that make it a part of their lives, that make it a part of their being uh, to do these things, and that's uh, that's one reason why. I c- Columbia as a community is the place that everybody loves to come to Absolutely. And, and be a part of. And
1: I don't mean to down you on that. I think sure. it's kind of unique that um, I have people tell them about themselves and they they'd say who they are, maybe something, one more other thing, and then they get right into what they love doing. And that's what you're doing is you're doing Knights of Columbus. So, Ray, introduce me. To your next, our next guest right here on the microphone.
4: Okay. On the microphone is Edgar, Edgar Edgar Ponce, Jr., and Edgar's representing his dad, who is our grand knight. The grand knight. The uh, grand
1: knight. That's He's like our leader boss. for the
4: year. Okay. All right. Leader Welcome, the-
1: Edgar. Hello. Thank hey, you for having me here. Glad you could be here today. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, well, I used to
5: be an ex-chef, but now I'm over here looking for work, but as, as County
1: public schools is hiring <laughs> <laughs> Just in, in case you didn't know
5: as he said you know i'm a grand uh helper of the of the grand knight. <laughs> well, i guess so <laughs> Helping being a him. son yeah yeah you know we help out the community and all
1: that you're you married know, and have six kids, or? No, none. None? No, no married? No, no married, none of that. Oh, okay. Well, he does look kind of young, doesn't he, right? <laughs> 21. 21. Edgar, we're happy to have you on the show. We'll talk to you a little bit more in, the, in a little bit, okay? All right. All right. Next, who do we have?
4: Uh, and next, we have uh, Bob D'Amato, okay? He's our deputy grand knight, he's our program director, and next year we'll lead the Knights of Columbus. Uh...
1: Welcome, Bob. Well,
5: good morning, everyone. Uh, Bob Diamato. I'm kind of, when you're talking about Steve and uh, Ray, I'm kind of a newcomer. I've only been with the Knights about 10 years. Uh, I'm going to be next, soon to be the Grand Knight, which is the figurehead more or less. But uh, it's a great organization. I love it. Uh, You associate with some really cool people. And it's all about giving back, like Ray said. You know, we're in the Special Olympics, we're in King's Daughters, we're in the fair, and it's, it's, uh, most of us have been pretty fortunate in life, and, uh, and I think that's a big part of it. What we want to do is give back, and, you know, we could all continue to pursue business things, but I think it's a, it's a fraternity that's really community-orientated, and, uh, Plus, we have a lot of fun. So, and-
1: I, you know, I have I have been in this community many years now, and I believe I've been to so many events in this community, and the Knights of Columbus are oftentimes a major part of an event. Um, you guys are originated out of the Catholic Church, right? Correct. Yes, yes. So, in order to be a, a a knight for the Knights of Columbus, you have to be a Catholic Church member. Yes. Okay, so that's a requirement to join, um, and. What else? Is there any other big requirements, Ray?
4: Be willing to help.
1: Be willing to help. help. I love that. Yeah. Be- Do good and have fun doing it. Do good and have fun doing it. You have one other guest with you. Yes. Steve
4: Constance, who does not need a whole lot of introduction, but uh, I don't know how, about 40 years now, he's been our Tootsie Roll chairman. And all the money we collect from the Tootsie Rolls goes back to special needs in our county.
1: I have to say, I have known Steve Kantz probably since I've lived in Middle Tennessee, which is going on 30 years, and Steve has always been an icon in the community. Welcome to the show, Steve. Well,
6: thank you very much for inviting us here. Yeah, I've enjoyed the Knights of Columbus. I was a charter member. We only have a few of them left anymore. We formed in 1979, and I was looking over the list of projects, and I said, uh, handing out Tootsie Rolls for handicapped, I'd like to help with that. The guy says, you want to be chairman? He says, well, what do you have to do? Well, get some Tootsie Rolls, get some people, and get some locations. So that's what we've been doing. We've done it for forty years. And uh, as was mentioned, King's Daughters is probably the biggest recipient of our money. Uh, but we we have bought um, um, we have done ramps for people through the years, and um, we've bought vans for some of the uh, places. But the, the money is is geared towards handicapped.
1: That's amazing. I have been to the Catholic Church for like some of the the suppers and thing you've had done there because a lot of my family members are Catholic, um, and you guys throw out a, a good uh, I, I don't know how to say it uh, lunch or dinner. I've had some amazing food up there, and it's always a fun time to go up there because you invite guests for these things, and and I've been uh, privileged to do that. Steve, tell us a little bit about yourself other than the nights. Well, I was
6: raised in Minnesota, but I moved down here and didn't know a soul in Murray County. I came down here and worked for Polk Memorial Gardens for four years, going door-to-door selling cemetery property. Can you imagine doing that for a living? I bet
1: you sold a lot of them. I did quite a bit, but it's
6: it's a mind game because you might knock on 20 doors. You say, "Ah, I'm going to go home. Nobody's doing it. But the 21st house might be the one that lets you in and uh, and lets you— See what you're doing.
1: I'll tell you this about Steve Kahn. So I was on the Harvest Share Food Pantry before I joined the well. Um, and we would have events where we had to sell tickets like the Harvest Share Super Bowl, which is a big fundraiser, which just happened here recently. It happens the day before the Super Bowl. And they would tell us, OK, sell 10 tickets. Well, Steve would sell 500 tickets <laughs> and not even have to be asked. And he was really um, a go-getter when it came to selling tickets. How do you get that drive, Steve? I only got about a minute left here, but I'm just curious. How do you get that drive to be that person that goes out and advertises and sells so many tickets all the time?
6: Well, thank you very much. I enjoy it, and, uh, you know, it's one way I can help. I'm not very mechanical. Don't ask me to come and help fix a car or something because I wouldn't be any good at that. But, but I, I can, that's one thing I can do.
1: All right. Well, I'm being told we got to go to break, so we will be back after a word from our sponsors.
0: Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools. We'll be right back after these messages from our sponsors. Hello, WKOM and WKRM listeners. My name is Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC in Columbia, Tennessee. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my grandfather, Robert Parks, and my great-grandfather, Julian Mays, in 1958, over 60 years ago. Being family-owned and operated, we invest in our community. You'll see our support everywhere you go. Schools, sports, band, and even charities. We invest in our community because we live here and we love this community. Come see me and my cousin, Robert Rogers, at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC right off Nashville Highway or visit us at parksmotorsales.com.
6: I am sir. How are you today? All
3: right, our hometown grocery right here at Foodland in downtown Columbia, Tennessee. All right, Barry, what's ha- what's happening at Foodland this week? You got a new round of specials starting today, right?
5: We do. We have preferred Angus Top Round Roast for $4.69 a pound this week. Top sirloin steaks for $4.59. Oh wow. Got uh, lettuce, dollar twenty-nine cents a head this week. Uh, Coke, Sprite Dr. Pepper six pack half liter
3: bottles, three for ten regular schedule is new specials come out on wednesday they go to close the business tuesday and then you start all over again and so these i assume this is a regular weekend and barry these specials will go to close of business tuesday
6: yes they started today
5: the 23rd and go through mid- close the business on tuesday marks the first
3: uh barry talk about your days and hours
5: okay we're up in seven days a week easy to remember from 7 a.m till 9 p.m. barry have a great week man
6: all right you too
0: Welcome back. You're listening to The Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools.
1: Welcome back to The Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show and podcast. I guess I'll say it either way, on 103.7 FM, brought to you by Caledonian Financial. I want to thank again Ms. Shelley Sasson from the Well Outreach. She had to go, but thank you for being here earlier in the show. And we are here now with the Knights of Columbus. I'm just going to go around and I have Mr. Ray Turner, Mr. Miguel Ponce, Edgar Ponce, Bob DiAmato, Steve Kantz, and Mike Lyle. Guys, what a great show that we were talking earlier about all the things that the uh, Knights of Columbus do in our community and, and uh, how much you're out there and Tootsie Rolls. Yes, sir. And you are, Steve, you are the Tootsie Rolls chairman. Yes, sir. I, that's a great position to be in because if you like Tootsie Rolls, who doesn't like chocolate? From yeah, He just threw me a Tootsie Roll here, so now <laughs> I have a Tootsie Roll here in front of me. Um, I'll have to give that to somebody. I don't eat um, that much sugar at one time, but love Tootsie Rolls. Love chocolate, though. Um, let's talk a little bit. But there was something we talked about during the break, and we were all kind of energetic about it. And we were talking about the fair. And the Murray County Fair is coming up, Right. Uh, September 1 through 5. It's in September 1st through the 5th. There's an event at the fair that's very special. And it is a special needs event, special students needs event. Um it's called My Day at the Fair. Okay, who wants to tell our listening audience a little bit about what My Day at the Fair is? Well, I'll I'll Ray? I'll, I'll jump in on that. All right, one. Ray. Uh, cuz there's
4: something that You know, uh, me and the, when I was on the board uh, at the fair 10 years ago, we saw a need and we jumped on it. So we invite every special needs child, uh, every special needs person, excuse me, in Murray County to the fair, okay? And we open up the fair. When it's close to the general public and just for special needs. And we give them two hours of time to, with free admission, free rides, free lunch, um, shirt. Sure. Yeah, in uh, a shirt. Uh, so, uh, and it, it's it becomes a little bit because even the uh, Columbia Elks come in and cook all the food and donate, you know, a lot of the the meat, and then the Knights of Columbus will will pretty much take care of a lot of the rest and other donations in our community help pay for the shirts and stuff like that. But you, when you when you, it, it's really a special time because a lot of the the kids, the the carnies have a hard time with the special needs kids and the, the special needs people have, they, they don't necessarily function well in the general public. Mm-hmm. So, but, but amongst their own, they do really, Man, really well.
1: I'll tell you what, Bray. I've been there the last two years as part of Murray County public schools, because you invite every one of our schools to bring their special needs students to the fair to enjoy it. And I see more smiles. I see more patience I see more fun being had than I, I could ever imagine, and, I, and I've shared these photos that I've taken of the my day at the fair online and stuff, and they get some really great responses because there's nothing better than that original smile that you see when a kid has never been on a merry-go-round because they're restricted to a wheelchair, but somebody helps them get on that merry-go-round, and they get to go around on that merry-go-round with the music playing and all the excitement going on. It's amazing. You know, Edgar, you're sitting there nodding your head. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yes, sir. It's 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 so much fun to see people having fun. Yeah. And Steve, you're letting, you're nodding your head too. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, how did that start? The my day at the fair. Do you recall?
4: Well, it, it, it well again years ago. You know, we would give out free tickets to the kids, okay, all the kids in, in every school, okay, okay. Uh, to uh, to come, and then. You know, but then some of the, the, the they could come, but they didn't have money for rides.
1: Right. Okay. okay. All right. So gotcha. they didn't
4: have money for rides and c- it couldn't do this. And then you know you could see them shying away or something like like that. So um, talking with um, uh, Shannon Neff over at, at, at King's Daughters, and we sort of talked about it and generated the plan to do this, and went to the front of the board of directors uh on the fair and they says this sounds like it's something that really needs to happen okay so that's how it 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 generated and and we get so much community support Mm -hmm. you know when you watching those kids Mm
1: -hmm. smile and then i'm smiling right now just thinking about it again
4: again you you see caregivers tearing up because of you know What's going on? And they, the, the kids, the kids are, are having so much fun. They're having so much. You know. you know, one
1: of the things I remember last year, this this last fair season, was that there was these large pods or groups of people walking around, helping each other, and they all had their school color shirts on. So Spring Hill always had the maroon on, and then um, Columbia Central had the purple, and et cetera. You know, all around the schools. And I thought that was kind of cool. And then you guys give them a shirt, right? Yes. Is yes. It yeah. a, is it a Knights of Columbus shirt or a fair shirt?
4: It's a it, it's it's a my day shirt.
1: It's a my day. It's, it's specifically a strictly for, for my day. A, oh, it's I strictly love that. For my day, okay. Steve, you were telling me something that your daughter, who is a uh, teacher at Brown Elementary, a special needs teacher, she has mm. been participating in this also now, right? Oh, she she has
6: this. She has a little three and four year old special needs kids, and the, she thought she couldn't bring them. And I said, of course you can. We sent a bus for them. Most of the kids had never been on a bus before. They were about as excited about <laughs> riding the bus as going there. They went there and they had their face painted and rode the roids and got back on the bus. Four blocks to Brown School, everyone was sleeping by <laughs> <They got away. laughs>
1: That's amazing. That's Jack, I, I think
3: one of the things that needs to be kind of mentioned about this fair day to, to explain it to the to the general group is uh-huh. or the general public is for this two hours, the whole fair is dedicated to these kids and Mm -hmm. and so uh where if you've if you ever been to the fair you know with with a regular kid you know let's say the the merry-go-round when they open that gate for the merry-go-round it is a mad dash for the horses and if you're a special needs kid that can be intimidating and that can be pushed off here you know for this little bit at least they get people get to you know they lift them up on here they take their time the, the carnies slow down their operation just a little bit to to make sure that these kids have the opportunity to enjoy the fair like everybody else gets to enjoy the fair all the lights all the glitter all the the stuff like that so i think this is a a, a great situation and and i wanted everybody you know and our, our listening audience to understand what's the difference right. for you. hey you know you give them tickets and stuff like that now this is Because they do have to slow down the operation a little bit. They have to make some – it gives these people a chance to make the accommodations. These kids have to enjoy Mm -hmm. the the fair like we all get to enjoy the fair.
4: Yeah. You know, the first year we did this, you know, 10 years ago, we had about 90 – Okay, last year we had well over 400. Oh, there was a big group there. So yeah, it yeah. was over 400, and every school participated. And you guys had a big
1: tent set up for the food, too. Yes. And the tables were lined up with the chairs and so people could eat. Yeah. And we we pay for the
6: buses for the schools to uh, uh,
1: send the kids. So making sure all transportation is taken yeah. care yeah. of, the meals, and that's what the Elks Lodge? The Elks Lodge takes care of all the meat. All right. Wow, what an amazing thing to be doing! And is then the that's My Day financially
3: affair. also. We, we a lot of the families that are involved in this, they're already strapped financially with the special right. needs that these kids have at home and school already. So being able to do this for free is is special. And and, it, and that's where any any donation you can make to this, it's going to be well used.
1: And I believe if I remember right, there was a lot of parents that were also there with the oh, students. students. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah, we had we, had
4: pro- we probably had
1: close to 400 caregivers that we fed and
4: uh, along with the 400 over 400 kids that, that came.
1: Yeah, it was a it was a fun busy day. Well, thank you for doing the my day at the fair for Murray County. All the students that don't normally get a chance to do this, being able to go out there and enjoy the fair and the festivities. It's really cool. Let's talk a little bit about something <laughs> we hadn't really excuse, talked about and then cuz I I've, I've been involved a little bit over the years with the Special Olympics. And There is something special about that, too, because when you watch these students running and jumping and accomplishing things that probably thought they could never do, it's pretty amazing. And tell us, who wants to tell me a little bit about Special Olympics? Well, we've been doing
6: that for several years, and we really enjoyed doing that. Yeah, Steve Kahn's, yeah. We, We really enjoyed doing that. And like you say, they really enjoy taking part in that, and it's something that it's just them. They're not competing against uh, other kids.
1: Was the most recent one held at the football field at Columbia Academy? Right. Yes. Is that where it's held usually every year? Normally, yes. Okay. Because okay. I remember yeah. going there and seeing the, um, that. I remember that's the last place I remember being yeah. at it. It's already scheduled for this year. I don't have the date. April me, 22nd. But, okay. April 22nd. Yeah. So, and this is open to the public, and you can come and enjoy the festivities, right? And help out. It takes a lot of people to help. It takes a lot of people. So, always looking for volunteers to help out with the event. Yeah. Um, that's Special Olympics April twenty second. It's open to the public. It's a worthwhile event to go and just watch. You know, you, you we, the Olympics just got over here, the Winter mm-hmm. Olympics, and I don't know about y'all there was probably not as much excitement as there had been in previous years, but my wife loves the, the Olympics. So when I got home every night, I had to watch Olympics every <laughs> night. So I got a good bit of it. And, you know, I like the skiing and the snowboarding and the, and the, uh, bobsledding and all that. So, um, this is something that's more close. It's close to home. It's more personal and it's, it's way more fun. I've had some good times with the special Olympics. I'll, I'll tell you what. So thank you for doing that. Um, what else is there there um you said you wanted during the break you wanted to talk about something coming up
4: oh uh, um may 21st uh the Knights of Columbus uh puts on a golf tournament um over at Pillow Creek which was, used to be Stony Brook and um it it's our community heroes and and it's 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 it's, it's a fun event we have something. Steve gets something for every hole. Uh, we have uh, uh, something. I believe going on. that for some reason because <laughs> yeah. Steve knows everybody. Yeah, but uh, you know we have something going on for every hole. Uh, it's a tournament within a tournament because it's our community heroes. We we actually invite a team from each police department, uh, Marie County uh, Sheriff's, uh, Mount Pleasant. Columbia, Spring Hill, Hill. so and then it said there's a rotating trophy. So amongst those four, they get some
1: bragging rights that who wins the tournament. So uh, nothing like getting those first responders uh, uh, energized. Yeah, so (laughs) it's
4: sort of and we invite them for free, so they come and play play for free. So it's uh, it's a great tournament, uh, a lot of fun. so it's uh, and it's sponsored by the Knights of Columbus. One of the things we do from the money is uh, last Saturday we had a uh, dinner for all the police officers uh, in all the four departments here in Murray County. We honor a officer from each department. Very cool.
6: And they bring their spouses. Yeah, right.
1: yeah and it's free to them. Right. Well, that's very cool. And so you guys honor one from each department right. around the county. That's very cool. Um, so again, the golf tournament, the Knights of Columbus golf tournament, is May twenty first. If somebody wanted to sign up for it, how could they do that?
4: They can. They can go right to the golf
1: course. Okay, they can go to or, Pillow Creek, formerly Stony Brook, right, and uh, talk to talk
4: to Rick Saxby, who, who's, you know, the,
1: the forms will be out there. The
4: forms will be out there. So. All right. That'll be the easiest way.
1: Well, always like to support people who support us, and so if you're wanting to get in involved and help the Knights of Columbus, that always helps us. May 21st they're having a golf tournament. Go sign up at Pillow Creek Golf Course and get in on the action. Is there prizes and stuff? Oh yeah, yeah.
4: You know, we 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 have several flight surprises that we go, go out there, and I could say we have something closest to the pin, longest drive men. There you go, men's, women's, mm-hmm. and and seniors. Uh, we got, you know, uh, closest closest to the pin on second shot on some holes. So there's something going on in every hole. So excellent. It, it, again, it's uh, just a fun tournament and uh, a great day out there every year.
6: Longest drive by a woman. <laughs> I well, wore a dress last year, so I just could so you could win.
1: <laughs> All right, I got about five minutes before we got to go to break, and and I wanted to ask you some questions about the actual Knights of Columbus organization. By the way, they have a, a really cool website. It's kofc dot org. It's just the abbreviations for the organization. They were founded in eighteen eighty two. That's a long time ago, and they have a founding father, Michael J. McGivney. Um, who founded the organization, and they fledging to th- thriving in the 1900s, early 1900s, 1909. Then they had it everybody-welcome 1910, 1918 time period. I-, I just looked at this history thing, and I'm like, wow, this is so cool. I love it when a- an organization gives this good rundown, and they've got some pictures and everything on their website. And um, the biggest one that stood out to me is the next section that said charity and outreach because that's what you guys are specializing in. You guys specialize in helping people and doing things for the community, getting out there and doing, you know, Tootsie Rolls and, and you name it. I mean, the, the, the hats you guys got on here today, some of you, the the, the logo is is, is top-notch. Um, in Search of Liberty, Helping Neighbors. I'm just going to go through some of this. War and Peace in the 1940s to 50s, 1950s to 60s, One Nation Under God, um, then reaching new heights in the 1960s transformed church one Christian family, and the history just goes on to 2000 to 2009, the new millennium, um, protecting Christians from 2010 to 2019 was the last big movement that you guys had. What a great history for the Knights of Columbus! You guys have got to be so proud to belong into an organization that is so strong. And one thing I want to let i am going to ask first, just so I make sure I'm correct. Is this organization Knights of Columbus only open to the men, Catholic men? Catholic men. So this is an organization that's driven by men in our community. They're part of the Catholic Church that do all these great things. So it's a it's a brotherhood.
4: Now they do have a women's Daughters of Isabella, which is the the spouses. Okay, the spouses of. Well, you don't the, want to leave I, them
1: out because that would make them mad.
4: No, no, no. <laughs> so that they, they they do you know, and we couldn't. We couldn't survive without. Oh, absolutely! Our, our say, truth, I,
1: truth be
3: told, the guys have the titles, but the women do a lot of the work. <laughs> yeah, we, we let them do the work. <laughs> yeah, and Bob,
5: you were going to say something. Yeah, Ray just kind of stole my thunder. It is a men's fraternity, but our women and we've actually offered to have the women's organization, and they opted out. They but they support us greatly. We just oh, absolutely. This uh, policeman's uh, appreciation dinner we had behind the scenes, you know. Quite honestly, Larry Watts, who commend him because he did most of the work, but a lot of the women were the ones that made that thing happen.
1: I just wanted to clear it up so our listening audience knew that this is a, a, a fraternity of men, a fellowship of men that really go above and beyond in our community. They not only are um, practice their, their belief in God and, and Christianity, but they also go out in the community and do so many great things. They help students, they help families, they help organizations. Um, that one organization that you guys told me during break that you help a lot is King's Daughters. Tell me how you guys are affiliated with King's Daughters and how that came to be or, or, or anything else you'd like to share on that.
6: Well, primarily the Tootsie Roll money is, is for special needs, and basically nearly all of it goes to King's Daughters. Uh, I have to tell you this story. Uh, a couple of years after we got started, I, I showed up at Rose's with my Tootsie Rolls, and uh, the guy there was selling fruitcake, and he tried to run me off. I said, well, I have permission to be here. I says, he said, where's your money go? I said, it goes to help uh, King's daughter's School. He said, we gave him $200 last year. I said, we gave him a 15-passenger van. So <laughs> <laughs> he got
1: interested. Then. <laughs> so I'm sure he he got on board and yeah, he said, hey, let's there. work together then. yeah, Because, you know, a lot of things in nonprofits and organizations, it's not about I do this, you do that. It's about how can we... Team up. How can we do things together today? We had the well outreach on the show, but we also told about Harvest Share Food Pantry because both organizations are great and they both do things to help our community. So there's always opportunity to team up, partner up, and get together to make a big difference in the community. Did you have anything to add to that, Don?
5: If, if you don't mind, I want to mention one of our other principles. Okay, uh, patriotism is a big part of our organization here and. Quite a few of our members are veterans. In fact, all three of us are... Gentlemen, thank you for your service. Well, I didn't mean to embellish that, but...
1: No, I, I, I... Ask Mike. I, I, whenever I find out there's a veterans on the sh- veteran on the show, I try to make sure there's a big thank you involved in that because it's, it's a big deal.
5: Well, it's, it's amazing when you see some big tough guys who've actually seen some action getting choked up when they're helping some underprivileged
1: child. I don't blame them one bit for getting choked up for doing something like that. I get choked up more and more now that I'm older with the littlest things that just make me go, oh, that is so cool. <laughs> I don't know if this comes with age or if just because it's a true thing. Well, I'm being told we got to take another break. So we're, this is the second segment. We'll be back, and we'll finish up the Big Yellow School Bus with the Knights of Columbus after a word from our sponsors.
0: Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools. We'll be right back after these messages from our sponsors.
6: Terry Tillis here from
5: Tillis Jewelry. I want to remind everyone that aquamarine is the birthstone of March. The tranquil colors of aquamarine gemstones can invoke thoughts of a relaxing poolside, an exotic beach, perhaps even a lover's eye. Their calming tones have long been thought to enhance happiness in a marriage. At Tillis Jewelry, we have aquamarine set in every type of jewelry, or we can mount them into a custom piece. See examples
0: on Facebook or Instagram at Tillis Jewelry. Welcome back. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools.
1: Welcome back to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show and podcast on 103.7 FM, brought to you by Caledonian Financial. You know, before the break, um, uh, Bob had mentioned, Bob D'Amato mentioned the patriotism, as part of something that's a big um, part of your guys' organization, Knights of Columbus. By the way, we're here with Knights of Columbus. Uh, Ray Turner, Miguel Ponce, Edgar Ponce, Bob Diamato, Steve Contz, and Mike Lyle and myself. Um, there's something you guys do every year, and it kind of relates to the patriot patriotism, and that is, Bob? We are the honor guard for the Christmas parade
5: annually, and i um, pretty proud of it.
1: that's pretty cool so you guys are the first ones to go down the road
5: yeah we hope to have a float possibly next year
1: that'd be a whole lot better if you didn't have to walk the whole route (laughs) i've done it getting old old. yeah i've done the mule day parade and the christmas parade and i've walked the whole route it's pretty good route and like i like to take camera pictures so i take my camera and you're running even more with the camera because you're running in and out of the crowd and everything um that's pretty good that you guys are doing that so you guys present the colors and everything and walk The uh, beginning of the Christmas parade? Are you in the Mule Day parade?
4: We have been in the past, okay? Not every year, but. Not every year? Yeah. So at uh, least they have a boat.
1: It sounds like a boat? A boat. Okay. Sounds like we're going to have a Mule Day this year. Um, I've been seeing the plans are being made for it, and um, it's going to be around the spring break time of Mary County Public Schools. Um, Looking forward to that. Well, kudos on being the lead of the Christmas parade. Uh, I love a good parade. Um, that can be a little cold sometimes on that time of the year, but you know, nothing like a great parade and, 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 uh, Mike, you were going to say something? Yeah. Quick check of the calendar here. Uh, mule day will be August, uh, August excuse me,
3: April 2nd,
1: April 2nd. And that's
3: when the big mule day parade will be. And, uh, we will have a lot of stuff going on. We're going to have uh here right here on the front porch. Uh, we'll have a broadcast going, uh, talking about the parade and stuff like that. So, uh. That sounds like But that fun. gives everybody an idea when, it, when it's going to happen. I'll have to come April in and Sunday.
1: crash the radio show as the big L school bus host and, and get on the air live. <laughs> I don't get a lot of live shows. I think we've done one or something like that. I mean, it was to do, to do with a big football game. Um, I love that you guys are doing the Christmas parade. You know, and I was going to say right before Mike said that, West 7th Street's done. Yeah. So it's going to be big to have the, the the crowds on the big sidewalks and the curbs all done and... <laughs> Uh, there's no power lines up there. It's just a nice-looking street, and hopefully by then the grass will start to green, turn green and everything. It should be a good time. Um, what else did we have to share before we get into our shout-outs? If we see nothing, I'm going to start with a longer shout-out today, and I don't usually start with a shout-out, so mine is going to be kind of uh, interesting. My shout-out today is to those who served in the military because we mentioned earlier we have three— veterans in the room. So I want to shout out to each one of you. And my shout out is to ask you a question. What did you do in the military? And, and thank you. It's uh, okay. Don't, don't laugh, right? Uh, well, you know,
4: it was funny because uh, I was in the Air Force and I fixed telephones. Sweet. You got to have communications. Well, I mean, yeah, there was 200 missile sites in Montana and we traveled from site to site fixing the communications.
1: Thank you for your service, Ray. And Bob, you were the next veteran?
4: Yes,
5: I was uh, United States Navy. I was actually a black shoe destroyer and frigate guy. Spent three and a half years on a ship working on radars and missile systems.
1: Wow. I'm just envisioning that in my mind right now. Bob, thank you for your service. Oh, uh, Thank you. Steve, Yes, sir. I've known you a long time, and I know you were a veteran, but tell us what you did.
6: I was in the United States Air Force, and I handled military pay, so... That's where I learned to wear badges at Steve Kahn's Military Pay, because you got special attention wherever you went.
1: <laughs> I like that. So people really liked you because they got pay from you, right? That's I'll, right. Yeah. 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 I'd be like, hey, let's go see Steve. He's got our paychecks. Thank you guys for your service. We so appreciate that. Um, Mike, where are we at on time? Because my shout-out probably happened a little bit early. Okay, we got about six minutes. All right. So... Ray, you mentioned you had a, a dual shout-out. So I, that was my shout-out for today. And my shout-out not only goes to you three gentlemen in the room, but to all veterans listening to this show. Thank you for your service. Um, we're going to have a, a big veterans celebration with Kiwanis, Rotary, and the Veterans Administration this year in 2022 on November 11th. So that's just a sneak of what may be happening, and it will be happening with another nonprofit in our orga- organization, in our community. So, Ray, you're up on the Big Yellow School Best with your shout-out. Well, <clears throat> I want to – my
4: shout-out is for Dr. Stephen Porter. Oh, um, I love that man. Uh, the, what he did for our community and support for a number of nonprofits, okay, but especially the Knights of Columbus, okay. We used to have – our hot dogs for heroes at Asgard, and he he can continually supported us. So I I want to we lost that man. You know okay. we had his funeral here on on Saturday, and I just want to get a big shout out to Dr. Stephen Porter for what he did for our community, and especially the Knights of Columbus.
1: He was amazing. Um, every time I came to that man and asked him for something for a nonprofit, he's go. What else do you need? He'd give you whatever you asked for and then ask you for what else you needed. So, yeah, rest in peace, Mister Port- Dr. Porter. And you had a dual shout-out? Well, I have one more, and and, and,
4: and really it's, it's, it's a little bit more general. Uh, everybody that, that, that supports the Knights of Columbus in our community, and I can go on and on from McDonald's to Burger King to, you know, they know what we do, and they continually, every time we go there, uh, they support. What we do, and 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 uh, you know, whether it be you know, financial or buns or even even help, okay? Right. They're they're there to, to help us out, and uh, you know, uh, the one one of the ones I missed on on my day is the best buddies from Columbia Academy. They are big help to us, mm-hmm. and, and and again, uh, everybody that supports the Knights of Columbus uh, year in and year out. Okay. What a-
1: what a great shout-out, Ray, and and what a dual shout-out. I really appreciate that one on Dr. Porter. He was a good friend, and he will be missed by many. All right, Bob, what's your shout-out for today? Well, I'll give a minor one for the radio
5: station. I just wanted to say I listen to it often. I really like the radio station. But um, Yeah,
1: 101.7 and 103.7 FM, great stations, um, unbelievable um, shows, talk and music. Yep, it's good
5: local. Um, I want to just give a plug and thank you for bringing us on board for the uh, Knights of Columbus. It's really a great organization, and there's a lot of people that put in a lot of time that are pretty selfless. And uh, we, uh, we're we pretty proud of our organization because, uh, you know, we help people. And thank you again for having us.
1: Well, I want to wish you luck on being the next grand knight for the— um uh Kwan- or Knights of Columbus here in Columbia, Tennessee. I, did, I don't know if you cover a, a vast area other than just Columbia. Is it a county or multi counties?
4: Well, our ours is pr- pretty much strictly uh, Columbia in Murray
1: County. Murray County. Yeah. So okay, that was a great shout out, Ray. Appreciate that. Thank you, Steve Kahn's. Yes, sir. What's your shout out for today?
6: Well, I already had one, but uh, my friend Brian Lobo. I guess I didn't tell you that. My friend Brian Lobo, he's a charter member, as I am, and his health is getting down, and no, no. he's my friend.
1: So you're shouting out to your friend, Brian? Yes. Well, that's a good shout-out. We'll pray for him and hope everything goes well. Thank you. Mike Lyle.
3: Yeah, on on behalf of the station, I want to uh, thank Bob for his uh, – uh, on and uh, speaking for Del Kennedy, our owner-operator uh, for both stations and stuff. We do appreciate that. It is an honor for us to be able to do shows like this. And uh, that's one of the things that uh, uh, Mr. Kennedy set out as a goal was to be a community radio station and to highlight the things that uh, that's going on here in Columbia uh, and stuff like that. And in conjunction with that, my my shout out goes to all of our benevolent uh, organizations that help uh, around. Uh, We highlighted the Knights of Columbus today and the Well Outreach uh, uh, group. But there's several there's several groups that work and work. Honestly, they work a lot together. They, they cooperate a lot together. You already mentioned the Elks helping you guys with your fair day and, and stuff like that. And, and it's, it's great to see. It's what makes this community the special place that it is. It's one reason why Murray County is the fastest growing county in the state of Tennessee is because we have these organizations like the Knights of Columbus who are out there who give themselves selflessly and make our community a better place to be.
1: That's a great shout out. And, and also, uh, Bob, thank you for uh, shouting out the radio station. We couldn't do what we do at Murray County Public Schools to get the word out if we didn't have the Big Yellow School Bus radio show. Thank you to our sponsors, Caledonian Financial and many others that come on board to make this happen. We really appreciate them. So, anybody in here, we got a little bit of time left before we got to leave the show. What is the mission statement for the Knights of Columbus? I'm on the website, but there's all kinds of things listed here, and I couldn't nail down what exactly was the mission because when you go to the mission part of the website, it has all kinds of things, and there's lots of stuff. Well, it's summed up by four
5: words. All right. It's fraternity, unity, patriotism,
1: and help me out, what's number four? (laughs) Fraternity, unity, patriotism. And family, I think. And family. family. I, and when you go to their website and you, you see the About Us and the, our mission, together we're empowering Catholic men to live their faith at home, in their parish, at work, and in their community. I like that mission, and I'm, I'm getting the signal I've got to wrap it up. So, gentlemen, thank you for coming on the Big Yellow School Bus today. Enjoyed having you on the show. Thank you for listening to the Big Yellow School Bus, and we will be back next week with another great edition of the Big Yellow School Bus.
0: Thank you for tuning in to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools. Hop on the Big Yellow School Bus every Saturday morning at 9 a.m., Sundays at 7 p.m., and Mondays at 5 p.m. Right here on WKRM 103.7 FM.